Hello everybody, it's not the weekend yet, but it is time for the HTXT AfriCast. I'm your sometimes host, Clinton Matos, joining me in the studio today, Nick Cowan. Hello. And Dion Duplessis. Hello. Uh, before we get into things good and proper, a word from our sponsors. This weekly edition of the podcast is brought to you by Samsung. Completely redefine your viewing experience with a beautifully curved SUHD TV. For more information, go to www.samsung.com. So, uh... We in the office, and by we, I mean Nick and uh, whoever else has bought the game. I think Dion, Dion yeah, I have it, and, uh, and Brendan also. Have and been, Charlie. And Charlie, oh, okay, I didn't mm. know he was playing. Neither did I until today. <laughs> he, he, yeah. They have all been playing the new game, Tom Clancy's The Division. Mm. And how's it been? Do you want to start? <laughs> yeah, let, let, me, let me maybe kick this off. See, as you um, First, a bit of a bit of background. Um, last year at Rage, we played the division, and honestly, it was the worst game I had seen in my life. The controls were janky. the The guns felt like they they fired frozen peas. Um, like you'd run up to somebody, shoot them in the face like a million times, and they would just look at you and then shoot you, and you'd die. And, well, I would anyway. Um, and it was it just felt. Awful. So when the game came, it I didn't wasn't help that the guy afterwards told you you'd been using the wrong gun. I loved that. Which would have been handy before the fact, but that's beside the point. It's like, oh, we put Nerf guns in the game for fun. <laughs> why, why they did that to show the game off, I could not tell you. But that having been said, I wasn't that looking forward to the game no. uh, when it finally came out as a result of that experience. But having now played the game for like quite a, a good few hours, it is really good. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that was a weird one about the, 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 the division because I seem to remember um, when, it time, when, it, when we were coming up towards – you know who's going to review it? It was kind of being passed around the the office like a hot potato, yeah, yeah. Um, and I ended up doing it. And um, yeah, I was really really impressed. I think that there was a disconnect though between the preview and what we saw. I mean, I think that the finished build is a, a lot more polished, but I also think that because we went into essentially what was being presented to us as a team shooter, we were kind of expecting it to be a team shooter like Call of Duty or or, uh, or Halo or something like that, where one shot in the head kills somebody. Right. Yeah. And that's not the case here. That's Everyone's a bullet sponge. Everyone has a bulletproof head in the division. Although um, I must say, less of a bullet sponge in the final game than it was in the, in the test that we played. Yeah, and also the thing is that you get used to it. Yeah. After a while, you, just, you, you accept the fact that you're going to pour boxes of bullets into people and you just start you know, you know, planning your tactics and stuff around that. Um, Did the disease that uh, went around New York City turn everybody into Wolverine with adamantium skeletons? Is that what a... No. <laughs> Why are the guns so weak? <laughs> I think the gun. The, the, well, I think that the guns are weak essentially because if you did have a one shot, one kill um, situation or a headshot situation, and you attracted just the shooter crowd, the game probably wouldn't have the broader appeal that it's got. I mean, I mean, you you've got people who are going to go in there, you know, possibly playing a shooter for the first time. If you were to stick them in the room with like people who are used to shotgun hotboxes, they're not going to enjoy this game very sure. much. Secondly, I'm um, I'm assuming. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what would involve the coding or the level of de- design of something that would be based around a game of this size, of this magnitude, where you can just clip people 
one shot, one kill. I, I honestly think it's because um, it's got that, that online component where you're always running into other people. You can team up with people in certain missions. I think it has to do with the fact that it's online and they have to code in network latency and different inter- internet connection speeds and that kind of stuff. And mm. it's possibly why it takes a few more yeah. bullets than normal to take people down. Yeah. Is there any enemy at all in Destiny you can kill one shot, one kill? Um, I stopped playing Destiny after about five hours, so I'm not. I did not even touch uh, that game because I can't remember clipping anyone with one shot. So not even didn't the game have sniper rifles you could do that with or something like that? I don't know. I can't remember. It's been so long since I've played Destiny, a game which the the division closely resembles, although it's, it's a weird hybrid. It's like an RPG MMO third person shooter um, with you know the, the usual Tom Clancy augmented reality, like you know your 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 health bar is hovering above you it turns with you um it's got a whole bunch of rpg elements like um and and basically that's that 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 was what surprised me was also how how deep the whole thing is and how much work you have to put in um i mean you know we i don't know about you i hadn't been reading much about the division since rage um so i had no idea about the base of operations where you're going to be unlocking skills uh by beefing up your med and your tech and your security forces um i also didn't know that like uh the the difficulty spike on some of those missions is going to be ridiculous hellishly hectic um just if you are listening to this and you're playing the division and you haven't worked this out yet when uh, when the division map tells you uh, the recommended levels that you try <laughs> tackling a mission on it's not a suggestion it's what you should do because otherwise you land up in a sort of death loop yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah the, the other thing about the division though is that what I like about it is that it's actually more fun with other people I mean yeah, you I can't I've, I've found that as well you can grind through it on your own it's I mean, just far more fun to take a mate along yeah it is and it also can save your ass very much so. There are a couple of missions in there that I found, you know, on my own, I could handle them, but they were like, they were quite a, a hell of a challenge. Mm. But with somebody there with you, you know, you can have somebody covering more angles than, than you can, and you, it's, mm. it's really good. Do you guys know if the difficulty scales with uh, player numbers like in Borderlands? I'm not too sure about that. No, I, think, I think it does. If the more players you've got, um, the more difficult the enemies are. Oh, okay. That having been said, though, um, those, those enemies' AIs are pretty smart. Very good, yeah. And um, if you go in on your own, um, they will flank you. Yeah. Very, very quickly. Um, it's kind of easy to get overwhelmed on your own, I think. Yeah, especially with the melee units who just run up and bash your skull in. Now, you said the AI is smart. Sometimes it, uh, it fumbles. Like with those AI units, they'll run at you from across the map. You're like, dude, I have a gun. You're not, <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm going to shoot you before you get half half a meter before yeah. me. So, yeah, it is actually quite good. It's really good at flanking you, which is good in a cover shooter. We can't just mm. bunk out. For you days. actually have to think. It's not something you can yeah. just like blindly go into. Mm. Yeah. No, no, it's 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 it's, it's really good. You, 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 if you wander into the into the division thinking it's just going to be a hit and giggle, you're not going to have a good time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's obviously stuff in there that I think you know sort of breaks the illusion. Um, you know, like you said, a man with an axe running towards you yeah. as as you draw a bead on him with a semi-automatic weapon. That's not particularly realistic. Yeah. It's also not realistic that the national guard expect you to buy all of your own <laughs> weapons and equipment. <laughs> it's like you know we're in the middle of a pandemic. People don't be so bloody stingy. Can yeah. at least get a discount? That's the but that's the whole problem with MMOs and with video games and whole. It's like you are the chosen one, mm. except there's twenty other people like you, and you all need to pay for your stuff because whatever. <laughs> yeah. I got to make a living, man. I got to get my children through college in this post-apocalyptic war. <laughs> Or something. I don't know. 
I think for, for me, though, where, where I really find I'm, I've thoroughly enjoyed the division is that the, the depth of the looting system. Yeah. Um, like, you shoot people, they drop stuff, you pick it up, and, you know, like other, like, action RPGs and even Destiny, I think they're all differently color-coded to tell you what kind of quality mm. they are. And the, the process of shooting people and getting those things and then sort of upgrading your weapon to a point where it's a lot more effective than it was you know, mm. five minutes ago, that is very compelling. I find myself really looking for that stuff. What's everybody's favorite loadout at the moment? Me, ooh. at the moment I'm carrying, I've, I've basically got a one, I've got a, I've got a rifle which you shoot with, you, it, basically you pull the trigger, one bullet goes out. Mm. Uh, it's not semi-automatic or full automatic. But um, the damage that I've beefed it up to is now I am actually at a stage where I can kill someone with one shot. Um, I mean, obviously, those people are usually running towards me with an axe. But, uh, you know, um, so there's that. I've also got a a vector uh, submachine gun. Um, What I really want to open, though, is the ball mine. I haven't been able to open that yet, so I'm just basically using a turret um, and medical gear. Um, But, yeah, uh, you do find yourself spending a lot of time in the menus mm. and not because mm. the game requires you to it's just because you just sit there going how many different combinations can yeah. I try here and that really get, comes into its own when you have more than one well when you're, when you're in a group yeah. it's like everyone well what have you got what have you got and then you know um, it, it becomes a lot easier to tackle even though the difficulty is scaled the, the way I like to play was uh, a heavy machine gun, so I didn't need to reload with a mag extender, so I could just sit there and spray people down. Mm. And then I had a sniper rifle, which I killed people like two shots, which was good enough. But then the part I liked the most was the ride shield, and then I had a, uh, like a six-shooter that could put people down pretty well, and that was my loadout. I like any game with ride shields. I don't know why. Mm. i tell you what I, do, what I find really impressive about the, the game is how beautiful it is oh yeah no totally I mean, agree saying nothing of the gameplay it is a real looker especially with all these snow and smoke effects yeah I mean having been to the Big Apple a couple of times um, I've been past some landmarks and the and the and the one to one sort of I don't know if they're one to one scale but like the 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 visual representation of things that I've actually seen in real life is kind of eerie especially in that setting mm. you know um, and you get to shoot them but how many of you guys have been into the dark zone I yet. went there. I'll be honest, I haven't yet. You haven't yet. What, what was your experience? You uh, ran in, got shot in the uh, face. Well, I went in there blind. I was like, oh, what is this dark zone thing? And then it kind of gave me some blurb to let me know. And then I was like, okay. So I ran around a bit. And as I went in, one of the uh, the agents had gone rogue, I think the term mm-hmm. is. So I helped like three other guys track him down. Somebody stole my kill from me. But, but it was kind of fun, like uh, Wild West. Somebody's got a bounty on their head. Go chase them. And then I kept seeing people line up for the helicopter, and I had no idea what they were doing. And then I found out you need to get these artifacts and pass them to the helicopter. And then I thought I'd be a bit devious and sit with my uh, grenade launcher and wait for them to all clump together. And I did hit them. Uh, Unfortunately, my rocket launcher wasn't good enough to kill them all, and they sprayed me down in about a second. Yeah, it's, it's pretty strange. Well, you deserve it, camping yes. out the, the extraction area. <laughs> I was in the back of a pickup truck, and I'm like, they'll never see me. Mind you, it's like, I've heard that that's uh, kind of becoming a standard practice, that um, you have these players who are cruising around in the dark zone and uh, who just sort of stay within earshot or within a visual of an extraction zone, and when... When an extraction uh, helicopter arrives, they all start to run towards it because they know that people with loot are going to be there. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know. <sighs> yeah, I heard a story of a guy who he rocked up at an extraction zone. He saw somebody just call for the helicopter, and the guy was standing there. He was not really all that well armed. He didn't have anything in his infantry. Um, and then as you get close to him, three of his mates come up behind, came up behind this guy and shot him in the head. It's just it's how the dark zone seems to work. <laughs> I had a terrible experience in there. Uh, I don't know if it was bad level design or was something that was just with the beta, but there was a roof that you could only get to on one ladder. And basically two guys stood there, and as soon as he went up the ladder, he got murdered. So I stood on the bottom throwing grenades and my rocket launch and everything until they ran out of med packs and eventually got them. But it, it took me like half an hour of whittling them down. But it was satisfying, right? Yeah, eventually, after that long and arduous task. Well, you see, this is, this is, you, you'll, you'll never be a hunter, Clinton. You'll never be a hunter. It's just too much work as yeah. far as you're concerned. You have to climb up ladders and use grenades. Who's yeah. got time for that? So uh, the review just went live on the site. Yeah, uh, I was Nick liked it. What's your uh, what's your final like? If you have a sign off on the division, contagious. <laughs> it's very good. No, it's 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 really good, and it's it's one of it's a rare thing actually because like usually when a game is shown to you. Um, it, it, it's shown in such a way that you get an impression and usually my impressions of games don't change after launch and this is like I, I have seen some games which I thought that looks great and then it came out and I was like that was awful but um, this is the other way around I, I thought that like this is going to be an arduous slog and then I found myself playing it and then looking up at the clock and going god I've been sitting here for five hours and it felt like half an hour it's it's really really good um, I'm, I'm kind of I'm interested to see what the end game looks like yeah. Um, in terms of in terms of the the, the plot, because I'm I'm about three quarters of the way through there, but story's not really why you come to the div- the division, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. And you, Dion, final word on the division? Um, look, I'm enjoying it much more than I did the the bit that we saw at Rage. Um, I, I'm not anywhere near as as foreign as Nick is, um, but what I'm seeing, I'm thoroughly enjoying. Mm. Um, my Xbox Live membership ran out yesterday, though, so I kind of need to renew that before I get back in. Do you no. need it to play the division? Yeah, yeah. If you no, play no connection, no division. I mean, you, you can play the game, oh, okay. funny enough, and there's like there's little like side missions and that that you can do. But if you want to team up with anybody, like for the main missions or any of the other more difficult ones, yeah, you need a Xbox Live. Can, can you can you actually play without a connection? Because I was playing. Um, no, I think he means no Xbox. Code. Ah, all right, yeah. gotcha. So I mean, you you can. As long as you're connected to the internet, you can yeah. play. But if you want to team up, then no. Or if you play on PC, you can mm. play online for free. No subscription hey. required. Go PC. Oh, uh, also, uh, and an unlocked frame rate. The 30 frames per second on the Xbox is a little bit annoying. <laughs> mm. um, so the only other topic we have today is something so stupid, so simple, that it's brilliant. Well, not stupid. It's stupidly brilliant. Is this your, is this your bottle-destroying yes. tool? Okay, so all this thing is, right, is a piece of wood that's been cut in a certain way. A metal fastener that goes along the track that's been cut, and a razor blade. Right. Now, the point of it is you cut the bottom off of a bottle, you put the now open part onto the blade, and then the way you cut it, it turns a bottle into plastic rope. Now, that may sound stupid to you, but it's much better than just recycling the plastic, because don't forget, it takes energy to recycle anything. So you're not burning any energy, really, to turn a bottle into rope, and then you have rope. When you say rope, you mean plastic rope? Yes. That, that is a problem. When I looked at this, I thought, that's going to be flipping sharp. The mm. guys did say it is sharp, but it won't break human skin in, quote, unquote, normal usage. So, What is normal usage exactly. for plastic rope? Yeah. But anyway, um, if you loop it enough, you can tow a car. Uh, they showed that, yeah. You can tow a car with a Coke bottle. Yep. 
Just one strand, or do you have to like? No, they something? did a few strands, oh, okay. uh, but like so, five though. It wasn't like ten inches thick or something like that. So wait, maybe I'm missing something. Why is it brilliant? <laughs> because <laughs> okay, no, no, no. It's a, it's a valid question. You're not recycling something. You're upcycling something. You're turning something that has no use into, into something, something that has a use. Okay, gotcha. and the design is so simple you can make it. Now, the way I found this was through a Kickstarter project, which I don't suggest you back because. A, it's really simple. If you have 10 minutes, you could reverse engineer this. B, there's some open source uh, ways that I found on the internet that actually a viewer pointed out to, a uh, reader pointed out to me. For, so thank you for that. But I wouldn't suggest kickstarting this because they found the idea somewhere else. And maybe their design is the most effective way to do it. But I really think the best place this is going to be used is in developing countries and third world countries because it's so simple and it gives you something you need. You know, you don't think how many times a day do you use string? It's maybe not a lot, but when you need it, it's there and it's free and you're using something which you're going to throw away anyway. So why not? And it's, it's literally, again, zero energy. You just need to replace a razor blade once in a while. And the other thing I was talking to Adam about is turning that rope into filament for 3D printer. Mm-hmm. Because um, it's the same thing. It's plastic rope. Filament is plastic rope. They're the same thing. The two biggest problems will be you don't know the composition of the plastic. Mm -hmm. Uh, It could be very suspect and will mess with your printer. And the gearing, the gears on a 3D printer are set up uh, not to accept a thin strand. But gearing is relatively easy to change. And you could kind of take this rope, make it thicker, and then uh, roll it over itself. So it's kind of like a straw. And then 3D printers will accept that. And if you find a bottle company that makes a certain kind of bottle that will be good for filament I don't see why it wouldn't work. Um, I spoke to some people on the 3D printing forum on Reddit, and they said, yeah, the, if you solve those two problems, it could work. This sounds like an awful lot of work for for uh, a Kickstarter product to tackle, though, doesn't it? Well, not really. They, they've they shown it in videos that it works. Yeah. All they're going to ship you is a block of wood with a piece of metal on it. How much are they asking? Um, It wasn't a lot, but again, you're going to have to pay for postage and... Yeah, I don't even want to talk about their Kickstarter project. So they, they really, they've taken a design that's been around for a while. Uh, the only reason I'm mentioning it is because this was the first time I'm seeing it, okay. and they introduced me to it. So I think they should get a source credit. But it's really cool. If I can be coaxed to be productive one day, I do want to make one and shred up some Coke bottles and then bring in the 3D printer and try print something. Because a lot of 3D... Use Adam's 3D printer. Yeah, yeah, well, well. Um, <laughs> the, a big thing in the 3D printing communities, okay, this 3D printer is great, and maybe I picked it up on the cheap, but I, I need filament. Uh, I need filament that's it's not very expensive, but is it expensive? It's expensive enough. Yeah, it's expensive enough. Uh, it's, it's like ink for your printer. You mm. know, If you had, could get free ink from a bottle you're going to throw away, hell yes, you would do that. Yeah. It's free. So, yeah, it's uh, it's great. And I can see if it works, I can see people like makers rocking up to... I can see this Kickstarter being backed, someone buying it, taking it apart, showing you how to put it back oh, together. 100%. And then that's going to pitch up on the maker for it. They've already been uh, backed thousands of euros, so mm. that's fine. But I can see like makers, if they could find out a way to do this, like let's say 
Sprite bottles have a certain composition that's great for printing. I can see people showing up at plastic recycling thing, uh, uh, plants and being, can I, can I have all your Sprite bottles? Uh, <laughs> I'll pay you for them, but I, I just want the Sprite bottles because, I don't know, I have to print a chair or so a There you go. Holder. You heard it here first. You, you might want to start investing in empty Sprite bottles. Yeah, or Coke. We don't know. We're, we're not sponsored by Coke or Sprite. I think it's the same company. <laughs> we're just saying those are very popular brands. They might work. So, yeah, um, again, as with all our podcasts, you can find a link to all the stories we've mentioned. We'll link you to the preview of The Division, our full review, uh, the story on the plastic bottle cup, uh, cutter, which is its real name, the plastic bottle cutter. They couldn't even give it a catchy name. Um, but anyway, that's going to do it for another week. It's going to be a long weekend now, isn't Indeed. it? Indeed, short week next week. Yeah. Well, this is why this is, we're having a shorter podcast today because we're desperate to get back and watch pres- the president answer questions. Yeah, um, don't, don't lie, you just want to play the division. <laughs> well, Dion does. <laughs> so we're, we're going to wrap it up, I think. Okay, so from myself for HTXT Africa, I've been Clinton Matos. I've been Nick Cowan. And I'm still beyond your pussy. Yeah. Have a good weekend. We actually replaced him while we were talking. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time.